Resident Welcome to another episode of Residential Tech Talks. You're chopping it up with Chuck. I'm one of the editors here with Residential Tech Today, and we're very excited to have as our guest Brad Weeks from Elk Products. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast, Brad. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, and I certainly do appreciate this opportunity. Well, you are uh, uh, very welcome. It's super, it's super cool to be able to talk to you. We, uh, we see you guys at Cedia. We see you guys at all the events. And we thought this was a cool time right now where everybody's at home. Um, we're cranking out a few more podcasts. And we thought it would be nice to, uh, to pop in and see what you guys had going on over there at Elk Products. You guys are in, um, you guys are in North Carolina? That's correct. Yeah, actually, we're in uh, Conley Springs, North Carolina, which is about 60 miles northwest of Charlotte or about three hours uh, from Raleigh. So we're kind of centralized to the state. Uh, very fortunate to be here in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Parkway and whatnot. And it's just it's a beautiful day here. We're enjoying some great weather and uh, it's uh, all's good right now. Oh, that's great. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of technology coming out of you know, Charlotte and, and North Carolina. I think a lot of times there's these, these tech hubs that people don't realize. Um, but there's a lot of innovation and tech coming out of that area, isn't there? Oh, there sure is. Absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, Corning Industries is just right down the street from us. And we got the uh, Research Triangle Park and uh, the Winston-Salem Raleigh uh, area. And of course, we have our our favorite uh, colleges right up the road here, uh, go Tar Heels. So <laughs> not biased at all there, but uh, if, if you're not a Tar Heel fan, well, sorry. Uh, but yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, technical innovations going on in and around our area. For, for years, this area was considered, um, you know, furniture and textiles and things, but the area has certainly grown and advanced over the years to have more technically related uh, uh, jobs and, and companies moving in. So we're very fortunate in, in uh, all this. So we're, yeah, we're, we're, in, we're in a great position. Well, tell us a little bit about Elk Products. Who, who is Elk Products? Like I know who Elk Products is and uh, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've had the pleasure of working with you guys for a while now, but um, tell our audience who is Elk Products and what, uh, what, what are you guys doing over there? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. So Elk Products was founded in 1993. And like I said, we're located here in Conley Springs, North Carolina. A uh, little background, uh, the founder of our company, who, who happened to be riding around town one day, uh, noticed some of the manufacturing facilities and noticed the, the outdoor siren box, that metal-coated uh, steel siren box on the outside of the building and the rust that was running mm -hmm. down the building. That was his inspiration for the very first product that Elk released in, in 1994, which was our Elk 1RT, which is a stainless steel housing that has a very powerful 8-ohm speaker inside of it. So that was the very first product that we developed, released, and from there we started creating a lot of accessories for the security and low voltage industry. We manufacture and design a number of products, uh, relays, power supplies, batteries, transformers, siren drivers. We have recordable siren drivers, which allows the customer to custom record their own message into. And we've um, we advanced on until we 
uh, in approximately 2004, we released our M1 series, which is our uh, security and automation controller. So our background is security, and we've uh, advanced into automation, but we tried to develop uh, products for the security and low voltage industry that would help solve problems, uh, make installations easier, uh, reliable products, great warranty, reliable, just um, a vast array of, of things that help uh, our good friends in the security and low voltage industry. So you guys were, you were pretty ahead of uh, the, the, the times, you know, 1994, we, we, you know, barely had the internet and, <laughs> you know, you, you, you were already thinking about security and then, and then you roll around to 2004 and now you're incorporating the automation uh, part of it, which is, um, you know, that's, that's the whole, the whole key to the smart home uh, technology, the smart home hub right now, right? Is that implementation of the automation? Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, like I said, our, our background is security focused. So mm-hmm. um, we, we set out to, to create a system that was rock solid security, but then that step into automation. So if you need a great security system, we certainly have that. But then later on, if necessary, or if the customer desires, you have the technology that's built into the system to allows it to integrate with uh, automation, you know, lighting, thermostat control, things of that nature. That's, uh, that's, that's the whole key right now. And of course, being, um, you know, tech is no good if it's not user friendly, right? Like, like one of the most frustrating things to me is when you have, you know, cool tech or you buy cool, uh, you know, smart home technology for the home, but you can't get it to work right. How, how important is that uh, in your, in your mind for, you know, your stuff to be user friendly? Oh, absolutely. So what we set out to do was was to make our system easy to learn, easy to program, which which means that our installers, our customers don't have to learn a special programming language. Everything is really spelled out for you in English text. Our keypad programming, super intuitive. Our programming software uh, that the installers can use to, to program the system a simple enter the uh, description, use a drop down, check a box. I mean, it's really intuitive, easy to use. But then on the other side, it gives a, a very strong um, programming software for creating automation features like lighting control, thermostat control, life enhancement, energy management features. The software, uh, if you Never seen it. Uh, certainly, I would encourage everyone to, to go to our website and get a copy of it, especially if they're considering an M1 system for the future. And you can just see how easy it is to navigate and program and learn our RP2 software. Um, so fast forward uh, from, you know, you guys started in 1994 and then 2004, you guys launched to M1. And now here it is 2020. Um, you are one of the training training managers there. So you're, you're pretty enthusiastic about all this stuff. What are you finding the people want the most, you know, with, with their home automation? Cause you mentioned there's lights and there's, of course, you know, you started with security and everything like that. What are people most excited about right now? Um, at what element of the, uh, of the home automation? Yeah. Uh, what I'm seeing is first ease of ease of use. Uh, you know, uh, people want that 
convenience, ease, ease of use, so that um, uh, and security. Uh, now we yeah. really we really put a lot of emphasis, not only personal security, property security, and whatnot, but incorporating a especially in this uh, uh, internet of things world we're living in now, for instance, our, our wireless sensors, you, you may have seen articles or even seen a, a news uh, program several years ago that really exposed the vulnerability of a wireless sensor. So in our mindset, we wanted to create a, a different type of security wireless and for that we created our elk two-way wireless product line now our two-way wireless incorporates high level of encryption multi levels of authentication so it is a frequency hopping type um, wireless it's not a fixed frequency so it's constantly changing which makes it harder to detect and jam that constantly changing frequency we also incorporated that every signal from each sensor gets acknowledged by the transceiver so it makes it more reliable and um, uh, just a, just a stronger wireless uh, uh, wireless technology we've also uh, developed IP reporting as well as dual path communication for our our M1 system that allows it to communicate over the internet as well as uh, cellular We've incorporated at high level of encryption, multi-levels of authentication into it as well. And then for the customer, the end user, we, the apps also incorporate high levels of encryption because in this day and time with the way things are changing, you know, security is a, is a real top priority. So we really focus on encrypting that information, making it harder to detect jam, making it harder to, uh, to hack our systems. We really focus on, on creating a really rock solid system. So what about, um, what if people have a, uh, you know, I've, I've read things where you can, uh, anything that's an IOT device, um, is potentially, you know, something that, that people could hack into. So if you have a smart, you know, a smart toilet or you have a smart, you know, some, some kind of smart device, that is within the elk products ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Is it all protected, kind of covered under an umbrella, or how does that work? Yeah, because well, I don't done, want anybody hacking my my smart toilet. You oh, know? I understand. Yeah, that yeah. that would be a bad day. Absolutely. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, absolutely, we've. Um, username, passwords, encryption, all that is incorporated into our IP reporting mm -hmm. device, our XEP, as well as our C1M1. So our integration partners that have, that have joined with us to create the apps are able to use that technology into their apps. So it gives uh, just layer upon layer of uh, additional protection. So it, it's, uh, you know, nothing's foolproof, but we have done everything that we absolutely possibly could to to prevent those, uh, those events. And, and like you said, we don't want anyone hacking your toilet really. Right. Right. <laughs> and do you guys, do you guys actually like test this? Do you have, you know, people that, um, their job is to try to get through your, your layers of defense so that you can, you know, you've heard about like ethical hackers and, mm -hmm. you know, people that are working to, um, try to find, you know, a, a vulnerable spot in your system. Do you guys actively, um, 
you know, do that to test your, your stuff oh, out? Yes, yes, absolutely. Without a doubt. We have uh, several independent uh, testers that, that we use that we, we encourage and beat up our system. Find That's the vulnerability cool. points. Let us know what you find so we can make it a better system. So, yes, most definitely we have, uh, we have that in place. So how much has security changed um, for the homeowner? Because I, I think back to when I had one of those systems in, you know, I don't know, 2005, 2006. I think it might have been like an ADT or, or something mm-hmm. like that. You had the sensors on the windows. You had the door sensor. And, and really, most of the time, what I was dealing with was false alarms. You know, uh, somebody leaving the door open or, you know, a sensor malfunctioning or something like that. So sometimes you would get to the point to where you would turn your system off. And it sounds crazy, but Mm -hmm. you turn it off because you didn't want to deal with the nuisance. How have things changed? Fast forward, because that was a long time ago. Um, How much better have things gotten for the uh, for the homeowner? Well, I think things have gotten uh, a lot better over the years. Better technology, better equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, with our system, we incorporate uh, voice, for instance. Our M1 Gold has voice capability so that unlike other systems that when a zone window door opens, you get a chime on the keypad. You get uh, that ding dong. Mm-hmm. Well, you may not know exactly what that, where that happened. So with our system, it gives you voice alerts. So you know ex- uh, exactly which zone. You know, it could be your front door or your back door. It may be, uh, not even be a zone for security. Maybe it's a gate. You have a sensor on the gate outside so that you know when the back gate opens. You know, the kids are playing outside, the back gate opens. Well, you know that shouldn't happen. So you get alerted specifically using the voice. And then with our, uh, our wireless sensors, we have the, the uh, it's two-way, so it gets an acknowledgement back. So we know that the sensor has been ex- received by the transceiver. We also incorporated a test into our system for wireless called the walk test mode that it allows the system to speak a level. And this is primarily for the installer. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows them to test the wireless strength of our sensors. So it gives them better peace of mind knowing when they mount that sensor, it's got a good signal strength. If it's a weak signal strength, then we can do things like maybe add an additional transceiver to help increase that coverage area. So we've, we've built these test tools into our system to help the installer to give them better peace of mind and reliability for the equipment, the wireless equipment and so forth. So, yeah, I think things have changed a lot over the years. I think equipment's gotten better. I think sensors are, are have gotten better. And, um, you know, it's um, it's just good good installation practices, good equipment should reduce those uh, false alarms and, and re, uh, you know, keep people from turning their systems off for nuisances and things. Yeah, well, definitely the interface has to be a lot better now for the uh, for the consumers because, you know, back then when I had that system in, you know, 2005, we didn't even really have smartphones or we barely did. Barely so, did, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, now you've got you've got a lot more user friendly interfaces. Um, and then you mentioned it earlier, voice, you know, how how big is voice? Are you guys pretty, um, pretty gung ho about you know, voice and, and just making it frictionless for the, uh, um, for the consumer. Oh, sure. Um, 
And like you said, with, with today's technology, smartphones and things, once the, let's say the lady, the home's there and she mm-hmm. happens to hear the keypad speak, back gate is open. Well, she pulls up her smartphone, pulls up her camera. She sees, okay, oh yeah, the wind blew the gate open or yeah, one of the kids just walked out. So that technology now all in the palm of your hand has made, uh, uh, you know, really enhance the security aspects it's real time now you can see in real time when things are occurring and um you know act responsibly and so forth so i think it's uh i think it's it's really awesome what we're seeing now with uh technology and and the voice aspect yeah i certainly do like the voice aspect of our system it certainly takes a lot of the guesswork out of uh you know when zones change and things happen it doesn't even have to be a zone uh, you can set the, our system up to create reminders for you. You know, every day at a certain time, you could have the M1 enunciate. Maybe it's time to take medicine or, you know, you can have reminders set up on the, the keypad to let you know every Tuesday, you know, the trash day or every 30 days alerts you that you need to change the filter in your HVAC system or in the ice maker. Um, so the M1 is very intuitive, very you can set it up to do so many different things. It's uh, in a lot of cases, your imagination, your limitation as far as what you want to do with our system. Very, very versatile. Yeah, we've, we've definitely come a long ways with uh, <clears throat> smart home technology and security and, and everything like that. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, um, give a shout out to one of our sponsors. And then when we come back, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about how you guys get your uh, installers, you know, trained up with all the latest technology. I um, want to talk to you a little bit about Cedia. And uh, we'll do that just as soon as we take a quick break. Um, so we can give a little bit of love to one of our sponsors. We'll be back right after this. Well, we hope you've been enjoying today's episode of Residential Tech Talks. We thought we would just take a brief moment here and acknowledge today's sponsor, which is Sonos. Listen your way. Sonos is known for their incredibly innovative audio technology, such as their newest speaker, The Move. Make sure to check them out at Sonos.com. Hey, everybody, we're back to Residential Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck. And we are here with Brad Weeks, who is one of the training managers uh, at Elk Products. And we were talking about uh, the evolution of security, a little bit uh, talk about voice. Um, Let me ask you, uh, Brad, how do... How do you make sure that installers are always um, tip top with everything that they need to know so that you can have that successful installation so the customer mm-hmm. has the, uh, you know, the great experience right out of the box? Oh, sure. So what we have done, um, first of all, I, I think uh, our installation manuals are, are written very well. They're not too techy, so mm-hmm. they're, they're really easy to navigate and read, and uh, they don't go really over the top. But we also have been able to create a number of pre-recorded webinars that we offer from our YouTube channel. And then I do uh, one-on-one trainings, usually via uh, a webinar in which we we take small groups and we introduce them to Elk products. We introduce them to the M1 system. We go over the basics of the main control, the the data bus devices, and do some installation tips on how to help them install the equipment. And then we'll go over the programming aspects of it and and allow it to be interactive so that they can ask questions. And... um, and like I said, our YouTube channels with some previously recorded webinars, we have some tech notes available. 
It's a, it's a very versatile system, very powerful system, but we didn't overcomplicate it. You know, the, the security aspects of it, a security system, you know, as long as you follow those good installation practices, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have any problem mounting your sensors, wiring them up and whatnot. Uh, configure the data bus, the programming, try to keep it as uh, intuitive and simple, making it ease of installation. And then the automation aspects of it, keeping that that rule writing engine simple enough to, you're able to do it with no problem, but still very powerful in the things that it can do. So those are some of the things that we've done. Mm-hmm. We also, um, we've kept our system pretty open. We, we didn't standardize on just a single thermostat or single lighting control or single. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. I wanted to find out if you guys can play well with other, uh, other devices and, mm-hmm. and other, other things in, in your ecosystem. Oh, absolutely. We've, uh, we've been very fortunate over the years to have over 40 different partner manufacturers join with us. So the M1 uh, can integrate with a number of different lighting technologies, uh, thermostats, home automation, software platforms, and uh, smartphone apps. So it's very open. We're, we're not standardized on just one single thing. So if an installer has had previous experience with a certain technology, mm-hmm. a certain platform, then it's highly likely that he can integrate it with the M1 system. So he's not having to relearn or learn something new. He can use what he's comfortable with to, uh, to integrate, integrate it with the M1. So let me ask you this, um, just kind of pivoting a little bit. So we're talking about, you know, installers. How do people choose that they want to go with the M1 or Elk products? Does that come from the integrators? I think so. I think a lot of it comes from the integrators, from from past experience on Mm -hmm. just seeing how versatile the system is. And two, we've had a number of of, uh, calls where the actual end customer says, I love this system. I love the way, uh, what it looks like, what it can do. Find me an installer. And so we'll work with them to find them installers so that uh, they can get the M1 system into their residence. That's cool. That's very cool. And you guys are, uh, you're very involved with Cedia, right? We are. And it's, um, you know, with everything that's going on these days, we certainly, uh, we certainly miss being able to get that face-to-face experience with our installers and customers and whatnot. So we're, we're, we're really looking forward to, to getting back to normal or as best to normal that we can get back to and getting uh, looking forward to Cedia so that we can meet face to face with uh, with our customers. Uh, that's our sales manager, Trudy. You got to love her. She is a people person. And when she's not involved with people, she's she's not happy. Yeah. So, Trudy <laughs> is awesome. Trudy <laughs> is awesome. She How are- is awesome. How are you guys, how are you guys uh, pivoting right now? You know, not having the face to face, not mm-hmm. having, you know, events, which are a great, a great opportunity, not only to get some business done, but again, networking and the people, you know, everybody knows everyone uh, in, in this in industry, in the kind of CDA type uh, crowd. W- what are you guys doing to pivot right now? Well, what we're doing is we're, we're trying to promote more uh, trainings, uh, online mm-hmm. trainings. And by all means, it, we're here. We're still uh, we're still Monday through Friday, like like always. And we've we scaled back a little on, on some of our hours and to, to 
you know, get our, get limit the exposure. Sure. But um, anyone who wants to call in, we're still here to answer questions. We can still do those uh, webinars, training webinars, but we certainly, certainly are very uh, looking forward to, to CEDIA and getting, like you said, that networking, that social networking, yeah. getting back face to face, meeting those, uh, those valuable customers that support our product. Because we certainly do appreciate them and we want to get to see them, meet them, talk with them. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough time, but we are we're doing we're doing well, but we are certainly looking forward to, to getting back to business as normal. It, it definitely, um, you know, is a strange time right now. As we're recording this, we are, um, let's see, what is today's date? I, everything's all a blur. April, April 8th, uh, 2020. So we've been, you know, at least a few weeks for most people with a stay at home, uh, no events, you know, things like that. Um, it, you know, hopefully Cedia, which is in September right here in Denver and our, uh, in our backyard, hopefully, you know, things will have returned, um, you know, pretty normal and we'll have CEDIA and everything like that. I think everybody's looking forward to that. Um, do you guys have anything planned, you know, big for CEDIA? Do you want to, you know, do you guys have, have any like, you know, new releases or just, you know, anything that, you know, provided CEDIA goes on and, and we're all hoping that it does. Do you guys got any big plans around that? Well, our, our engineering team is working on uh, some, some new products, but unfortunately, they like to keep things really close to the vest. Yes. So they're, they're, not, they're not letting a lot of information out of their, their little world back there. But uh, uh, we are planning on, on some, some new releases. Don't know exactly when. Can't really okay. say a lot about them. But uh, yeah, hopefully CEDIA goes on in September. We would really look forward to seeing our, our valuable customers, meeting them face to face. And if, if they mm. get, get an opportunity, please stop by our booth. We'll be at uh, 1, uh, 1334. Trudy will be there and she is really looking forward to getting to meet people again. Uh, like I said, she's awesome. She is a people person. And this, uh, this sheltering, distancing, this is, <laughs> it's not good for people, people, uh, people person like her. Yeah, it's it seems like the introverts are like, uh, hey, this is what I was built for. And the extroverts are like, get me out of here. You know, they exactly. really want to to get out there. Um, so I will tell you this, though, you know, one thing that um, that we have noticed during this time is, number one, companies are companies are figuring out how to communicate differently. I think mm -hmm. a lot more educational stuff, a lot more webinars, um, you know, companies are finding out how to conduct business in a different way, which is, you know, it's kind of cool. It's, it's almost like a stress test it and is. it's, and it's giving people a chance to come up with new ideas, to innovate, you know, to really step up, um, during, during these times. But something else is when everybody's stuck in their home, um, or a lot of people are stuck at their home, I think at this point right now, probably, probably about three quarters of the country, um, you know, are, are, are staying at home right now. We're finding that the home is the refuge. Yes. And, and, and really, uh, you know, I've seen some things that maybe they're a little bit bullish, but they, they predict that smart home, uh, smart home products and smart home technology sales are going to increase mm -hmm. double digits as a result of this, because people are home and they're realizing, you know what, maybe this is a good time for me to, you know, add, add a security system or, uh, you know, a video, uh, doorbell or, you know, upgrade my home theater or things like that. Do you think right. that ultimately, 
um, people spending so much time at home is going to be a good thing for the um, for the smart home industry? I do. I believe it will be. Uh, like you said, they're they're seeing these things. They're seeing these things that they they have thought about, maybe yeah. considered, but not ready to pull the trigger yet. Now that they're home and can see mm-hmm. or have read about the benefits of certain um, platforms and technology, it's like, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. So, absolutely, I think we will see a a, a nice upward trend. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. It's uh, it's it's an exciting time. I mean, obviously, right now is a really difficult time with everything that's going on. But it is it is an opportunity for a lot of businesses to um, to really serve what the customers are looking for right now. And I think that um, you know a lot of the brands we're talking to, they're being smart about it, and they really are looking to you know basically to serve serve the customers. And and in our industry, also make sure that you're taking care of the uh, you know the integrators and the installers and those important kind of trusted tech advisors out there because they have, they have a really important job right now. They certainly do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, well, listen, it has been an, it's been an absolute pleasure, uh, speaking with you. Can you let our audience know again, just kind of, you know, where they can go to, uh, to find out a little bit more about elk products or how they can get a hold of you, Brad? Sure, absolutely. You can you can go to our website at uh, www.elkproducts.com. You can connect with us online through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can reach out directly to us. We're available at our 800 number, 800-797-9355. You can ask for me or anyone in tech support. Be glad to help you answer any questions and so forth. And uh, yeah, it's been my pleasure. Well, uh, so everybody that's listening right now, if you're home, you're listening to this podcast, if you, you've got some questions about tech, if you, heck, if you're just bored, you know, if you're just bored and you want to talk to Brad, you've got the phone number there. Give him a call. Say hi. Ask for Trudy. She's amazing. Uh, no, seriously, all kidding aside, uh, Elk Products, these guys are awesome. They were, they, you guys actually were smart home before smart home was even really, really a term. So you guys have definitely um, been innovating and kind of leading the way. And I'm really looking forward to Cedia where we'll get a chance to see you guys face to face. Us too. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Residential Tech Talks. Uh, If you liked it, please uh, make sure that you share with your friends, uh, hit the subscribe button, and don't forget to follow Residential Tech Today on social media so you can stay in the conversation. And uh, once again, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Residential Tech Talks. Residential Tech Talks. Smart house.